Welcome to Mental Health Success Stories with John Troutman. Here we provide a space for authentic conversations about real-world mental health challenges. We discuss mental health solutions with national industry leaders. We aim to reduce stigma and increase awareness around mental health issues we will inspire you to take action and improve your own mental health. We will share and promote realistic mental health solutions that anyone can implement. This podcast is provided to you for information purposes only to encourage a broad public understanding of various mental health topics. The podcast may represent the views and opinions of the author, host, and or guests and not necessarily the views and opinions of Pyramid Healthcare. Information contained in this podcast should not be relied upon as medical advice or as a substitute for medical advice. This podcast does not establish any doctor-patient relationship and is not a substitute for individual clinical judgment. If you need medical advice or you are experiencing a medical emergency, Call your doctor or 911 immediately. And now here is our host of Mental Health Success Stories, John Troutman. Hey everyone, welcome to another podcast where we're going to be talking about mental health challenges and mental health solutions. And another exciting leader in our industry is going to join us here today. Uh, so excited to have this person on uh, because he's become a good friend over the course of several years. Uh, spent some time with him, I guess it was last summer. And uh, we're just going to jump right in here today because he is the founder of Enhanced Benefits Insurance Solutions. He also built his business by working with health insurance brokers, primarily with a leading voluntary insurance carrier. He held the position regional manager for 10 of the 14 years before venturing on his own to create something new. So today, Jack Holder is working with NHU, which has a new name right? Uh, to yep. continue to bring value to our industry, keep it fun and pave the way for the future. He believes that we work together. And when we do so, we can ensure the growth of our industry in an ethical way. Currently, he is on the board for California agents and health insurance professionals as the vice president of professional development. His passion is to find solutions that are a win-win for all parties involved. His vision is to build sustainable strategies that introduced enhanced voluntary benefits with employee engagement strategies. Jack lives in San Diego, California with his beautiful wife and two daughters. And I'm so glad to have a strategic partner and friend, Jack Holder, with us today. Jack, thanks for joining us. Ah, thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for not saying how bad my golf game is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. How can you have a bad golf game when you're playing 80s music on the golf course, right? Oh, yeah. We definitely had fun. We did. Uh, at least you guys picked up, you know, the slack for me, but uh, it was a blast and I uh, can't wait to do it again here soon. We'll have to get Joel, Daniel, Jan, uh, Joel Daniels on to see what his uh, thoughts were and, and, rec and reflection on that event. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I'll have to tell him he has to stay the whole time. He can change his flight. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Thanks, Joel. Love you, brother. Exactly. Uh, you know, so again, uh, so glad to have you here, Jack. And people sometimes may say, you know, what stress can you have out in San Diego? You got sun year round, you've got the same temperature 300 days of the year. Um, so again, thank you for taking some time. Uh, before we really dive into the mental health side of things and, and talk about those uh, things that you've gone through, 
help us understand what Jack's working on right now in business. How are things going for you? Mm. Ah, things are things are going good. Uh, they're ever evolving because this little thing called technology and technology changes everything. And if we don't adapt to it, we die. Matter of fact, check this out. Squirrel, remember? Little ADD myself. I keep this in front of me to remind myself that if we don't adapt, we die. And so something that we're looking at now is systemizing some of our processes, uh, keeping the human element in there, mm -hmm. uh, but yet planning for the future because technology is king, mm -hmm. but I still believe in, in our, our company, we still believe that people like to do business with other people or at least have the option to. And um, so that's what... That's some of the things I'm working on right now. It's a big lift to change some of our processes, but I have a good team, great mentors out there and um, talking to a couple companies and we might just have to build new software if we can't find what we're looking for. So, Wow. Exciting. Exciting. But you're wow. adapting. Good for you. You're not a dinosaur. Thank God. Uh, not a dinosaur. No. Um, I, I embrace, like, I love change. I embrace it. Mm. And I have an amazing wife, which brings me back down to reality <laughs> because otherwise I shoot, I shoot for, you know, the next galaxy over and she brings me back at least to the moon and uh, mm. we still accomplish great things. So, yeah. And she's, she's a part of your company, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we have her, uh, she's been with me since day one. So we just hit five years of, uh, founding EBIS when it was mm -hmm. just a thought went to market. Uh, so she was part of that. And then late 18, really January of 19, we brought on Heather, uh, which is another partner of ours. So there's three of us. Um, I'm outnumbered uh, by the female population. And uh, we have also employees across the nation now and mm -hmm. we're growing. We're small and mighty, but uh, yeah, so it's Jack, Jackie, and then and Jackie's my wife and then Heather. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so help us understand, you talked a little bit about uh, our shared experience on the golf course, I guess it was last summer, but uh, what are some things that people can help, uh, you can help some individuals that are watching this or they're listening to this podcast, just to help them to better understand the person of Jack? Oh, ADD, uh, <laughs> at, least, at least diagnosed by my wife, maybe ADHD, I don't know, one of those, but uh, no, I'm, I'm always go, go, go. This is my energy. Uh, I love, I love being happy. And if I'm not happy, I somewhat fake it till I make it because uh, I believe if we can spread happiness out there, happiness comes back to you. Uh, I love putting a smile on people's face um, and getting out of my comfort zone again. And I am naturally an introvert, but a for forced extrovert. Uh, maybe a different day, different, different topic. I think part of that is my upbringing and but uh, I couldn't wait to leave. Grew up in a small town. Fast forward, left everything behind uh, to move to San Diego. Started in insurance, and um, man, that was scary. You know, commission job. I had a mountain of debt from college. I didn't really know anybody, and now I'm starting to sell insurance. And I remember I get a call from my grandma. She says, "Jack, Jack, what are you doing? Don't you want to get a real job?" Nah, grandma. Uh, you know what? You've inspired me. You're an entrepreneur. I'm that way too. But you know, insurance, commissions, what can I do to help? And um, that only drove me, by the way. So uh, started insurance in 05, 
fast forward, met my wife, brought her into the insurance game. Uh, and um, she won't leave San Diego. Like she loves San Diego, especially she won't go to Oregon. <laughs> said it rains too much. But uh, now I have two beautiful daughters and um, they've been amazing. And And being a father now is honestly one of the best things I could experience. And um, it's so fun just watching them grow. So I have a seven-year-old, almost eight and a, and a 10-year-old, extremely different personalities. And um, I get excited about our industry because... Mm some of the things that I'm doing are to help pave the way for them, whether it's this industry or somewhere else. Um, I'm a huge believer in, I don't know if I want to say equality. I think, I think everybody needs to be at the same level playing field, but those that work harder, there should be no barriers Mm. and, um, or also leverage what you have and in a good way in an ethical way. And, continue to grow. So my daughters inspire me to do that because my daughters are coming up and mm. both uh, female and uh, minorities. And honestly, I, I don't think anybody should ever use that to their disadvantage. My personal opinion, but, um, you know, just go out and be the best you can be. I go back to, uh, oh gosh, think and grow rich, right? Just be your best version of you. Anyways, I told you, I, I, I ADD it a little bit here. That's but, okay. Uh, that's okay. We're getting a good, we're getting a good taste of my friend, Jack Holder. So that's excellent. Um, you know, this show is really purposed to make an impact in people's lives, to get them to take action if they've got some challenges in their mental health. And, you know, obviously there's stigma still out there. We've got a lot better awareness, a lot more discussion going, but we're really trying to uh, help people take action uh, wherever they can. And it doesn't have to be in some fancy named uh, diagnosis and mental health. It could just be a life situation or a season of life where they need to, to, to do that to better invest in themselves. So I thank you for taking time to be willing to talk about whatever mental health challenge you want to talk about. But this, this time is yours, Jack, to really tell us that story that you want to share uh, about mm. whatever that mental health challenge may have been or may be. Mm. So I don't always share these to be very upfront. And uh, I probably don't take the time to sit and think about them sometimes until it's very impactful. I think you and I had uh, offline discussions about this in the past that sometimes when we're go, 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 go people, we don't, we just keep going. And that's part of our way that we Mm. maybe um, get through that challenge. With that, I, I had to think about this a little bit and I've had a lot of challenges and still facing challenges today. I think we all are, right? It's it's our it's all in here and it's all what we allow to affect this right here. And this is fun teaching my daughters, by the way, right? You know what? They didn't make you upset. You made yourself upset. You can only allow yourself to get upset. So I think one of the biggest ones, and I and I debated on talking about this, is it's on a it's very personal level. And it was a loss of my grandmother. Mm. And the reason why it was so tough for me is because I feel like she saved me. Mm. Um, I feel like I wouldn't be the person I am today. Her and my grandpa. And um, I ended up moving in with them in seventh grade, which was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me. Wow. And 
I don't regret any of the past. I had a little rough childhood. I think we all have to some degree, right? Um, come from a poor family, come from welfare, uh, small town, horrible economy. And uh, so you can imagine all the bad things that happened in that town. And, and it's easy to get lost in those. And um, unfortunately, to say I've, I've lost a lot of friends are still not on this great planet today because of it. But my, my grandmother took me in which was again, one of the best things that ever happened. And I moved out to the middle of nowhere <laughs> uh, and went to a small K through eight school, uh, but my town only has one high school. So to put that in perspective, <laughs> but it was a big high school, right? 8,000 people uh, in the whole, in the whole uh, County. Uh, now it's, it's bigger, but anyways, so I moved on with my grandma. They taught me a lot of great values. They taught me, I, I have to work if I, if I want something. Right? They don't just want to hand it to me. And I didn't want to accept it. I felt guilty accepting something. They taught me that the acceptance of others, right? It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. Yes, you've had challenges. Everybody deserves multiple chances, uh, especially for good people, um, which I'm, I'm very grateful for them giving my mom many, many chances. She would admit she'd be open to this. Uh, my mom's a powerful person, but nobody gave up on her and she's doing amazing today uh, different day different story again but i know this is getting long but th there's reasons why this all happened no, so i moving on with grandma and grandpa taught me a lot of life lessons and probably more so they just gave me great models mm -hmm. they were great models for me uh my grandma ran business my grandpa was the the you know clock in clock out guy he was the stability guy my grandma was the risk taker uh, this translates in into my life today i am that risk taker my wife is the uh the she still takes risks but she's the one that you know wants something more stable and uh anyways went through went through school graduated left and she still continued to be a, a huge impact on my life and many of my friends life so I go back to being accepting. We've had, we had friends come stay with us when they're in tough times. Um, she always found ways to have fun. She was my sounding board. I talked to her a lot. When I worked on a cruise ship many years ago, I was in tears. I was out in the middle of the ocean and I couldn't leave this boat and I was washing pots and pans. It was horrible. Great experience. <laughs> Character builder. Uh, talk about mental health challenges right there. You can't leave. Um, <laughs> But talking to her and, and I would call her and yeah, I admit it. I cried on the phone once or twice with her and she's like, it'll be okay if you want to come home. I'm here. Like, no, I don't want to come home. Like, I want to make this happen. But I always knew there was a place. Hmm. And so my, my grandma was one of the most important people in my life ever. Hmm. She was my sounding board. She was my drive. And she didn't even try. And I think that's why it was even more impactful. So she was going through some health issues. Oh, she survived cancer in the 70s. Like, wow. Survived it. Yeah. She had a, a Hodgkin's and living in a small farm town on a dirt road. She, everybody in that town told her she was crazy. And she, uh, she ended up driving down to San Francisco to get treatment. So she'd have to drive to San Francisco, lost a lot over it, but survived. And she was one of the few that survived these trials. So think about 70s, right? Getting blasted with chemo and radiation and she survived. And, and I say, grandma, you survived for me. And, you know, 
I don't want to be selfish because I think she survived for many of us. Mm. But so, so coming back to my grandma made a huge impact on my life, her children's lives, the people around her. In the final years, I saw that her health was depleting. She had a stroke, fell down, hit her head. She didn't quite come back from that. She tried mentally. I think she was fine, but she was just slow and it's frustrating. She's like me. She always wants to do something. She doesn't want people to do things for her. But the last one she had, I thought, okay, it's, it's maybe another false alarm. She went into coma. I'm like, oh, this is a big deal. And then she came out of it and she was talking fine. All was well. I wasn't there. I jumped on the first plane I could. And on my drive there, sorry, on my drive there, what had happened was she... <laughs> Jackie gave me a call and said, I'm sorry, you, you missed her. I remember exactly where I was, the exact point, all of it, way, way too surreal, I mean, way too vivid. Mm -hmm. So I missed her saying goodbye by, by less than a couple hours. And I'm in San Diego, I had to jump on a plane, rent a car, you know, planes, trains, and automobiles or whatever it is. And uh, I, I barely, I barely missed her. I would, that was that was intense for me and i didn't believe it until i saw her and i bottled it up because that's what i do especially on things like that you know you just be happy and get past it and then we had the funeral and we had to fly we flew everybody back and and um i mean i tried to make not a big deal out of it and said you know what wife and kids you don't have to come my wife's like uh you're nuts we're coming. I'm sorry. And uh, she had a actually a beautiful funeral and, and um, or I say a celebration of life. You know, it sounds horrible. Celebration of life because she she went through a lot of things. She saw lots of change, small, small um, from a small town herself in Minnesota. I mean, she grew up with no running water wow. in northern Minnesota. So very impactful person. Lots of tears. I saw friends come out I hadn't seen in years hmm. that they said what a big impact she was. So that was a long story of getting there. Um, today, I still think about my grandma a lot. Oh, she passed away right before COVID happened, which was probably one of the best things for her. Hmm. I think COVID and this lockdown and that would have been intense. But this was challenging for me to get past. I... I couldn't believe it. I thought about it all the time. I couldn't just pick up the phone and call my grandma. I called my grandma probably every other day. Wow. Uh, so yeah, grandma's boy admitted guilty. Uh, she, cause she really was. And again, I love my mother, but my grandma was, was such a big part of my life without her. I, I, I truly don't believe I would be on this greater today. And it was impacting, it, it impacted me all, all kinds of ways. And man, I still can't believe it's been that long. And, and it impacted a lot of us. Hmm. But um, yeah, so here we are today. So <laughs> uh, I know it's not a conversation at this point. Again, I, I'm just talking at you, but. No, it, it is a conversation and it's one that, that, that on goes. And, and again, I so appreciate you, you sharing and I so appreciate you being genuine 
I've lost many people in my life, um, family, my best friends. Um, so I understand totally what you're talking about. And, and let's just call it what it is. Everyone who's watching this podcast or listening to it, all they need to do is live enough days and they will experience that same loss. But yet there isn't a same because every person is different. And here's the beautiful thing in this. And again, we're getting very personal here and hopefully you're okay with this. I'd like to just give back to you in a moment. In me and my journey, I had to get to a place of, uh, of understanding of just being thankful. And it's, and it sounds like you're already there, at least in part, Jack, of just being so grateful for the time you had with your grandmother, for me losing my best friend, it was brutal. I did talk to him every single day. That wasn't going to be replaced. It, it'll never be replaced. And you know what? I'm glad it'll never be replaced. I'm glad for all the memories I have, because you know what? As long as I don't get COVID a third time, I'll be able to remember it. <laughs> right? So the memories are there. The memories uh, are there. And and you you spoke a lot of that. You spoke to a lot of that. And that's that's powerful. That's a big part of the healing process. People think that there's an easy button on grieving and there's not. It takes time. It took time for you to have that relationship. So yeah, go right ahead. So here's a little, another little secret. I, I think I was naive enough to think that somebody passing away wouldn't really impact me. Mm. That I thought, you know, you can just get through it. it it's life. It happens. Uh, there's, you, you can't, you expect it. You know, it's coming. I mean, we're all going to go there, right? So it's going to happen someday to all of us. Mm. I don't, I, I knew it would hurt. Mm. But it was beyond comprehension because, mm. and I, I had lost some friends, um, unfortunately, very dev very horrible ways, and that was that was challenging. Mm. But this one, my grandma was she was not a young person anymore, you know. I, 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 I just assumed it would it would hurt a little, and then oh my gosh, when I got it and talked in front of everybody, I just started bawling like a, you know, five year old little boy, but. Uh, which is not always like me, hmm. but I, I am heartfelt. Uh, so it, it just impacted me bigger than I anticipated. Hmm. And I, I'm, I couldn't be more grateful for the people that are around me and, and sometimes almost a little more force, forceful to be around me hmm. to reach out to me because I know I'm fine. I got it. Hmm. And um yeah, so I'm, I'm thankful for my friends and my family and my amazing, absolutely amazing wife because they helped get me through it. Hmm. Um, and I, I have other little things that I did as well, but. That's what I wanted to ask you, Jack, is what are some things, uh, again, you mentioned it, I mentioned it, people are going to go through this. If they live long enough, they're going to go through that similar type of loss. What are mm -hmm. some things that you have done to help you deal with that loss? So doing what I always do, uh, find something to be active. I, uh, you know, being idle, I think is horrible for all, any of us sitting around watching TV all day long, uh, grieving. And I think there's a grieving process. So I'm, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but sitting around just thinking about it all day, every day mm, is, right. is not good for anybody. It's not good mm. for you, for the people around you. I, I don't even think it's fair to everybody, mm. but so how do we do it? We, we do other things. 
spend time with our family, with my beautiful daughters or my amazing daughters um, that you know test my patience and <laughs> push me out of my boundaries as well. Uh, dive back into work. And, and sometimes we might not be 100%, but going back to doing some things that you know hmm. makes it easier to get through those days because we get back in that natural rhythm again. Uh, letting everything implode your entire life, it's easier to say than not, but it, it, it's hard enough to let everything destroy your life. Hmm. But we can't because we owe it to other people. So I look at my daughters and if I fall apart, Four minutes may be fine, but for, for a long period of time, what are my daughters going to see? And so mm. that inspires me to be better. Mm. Uh, again, going back to my wife and opening up to my wife a little bit more, which I don't hide anything. I hide nothing from my wife. She knows she knows my, my uh, personal data more than I do. Okay. <laughs> she knows everything, uh, which is fine. She is my, my true life partner, best friend. And but I opened up to her probably more than I, I normally would have because I would have just pushed on and and her pushing on me to do that, I think was was a good thing. Um, actually, I know it was a good thing. And, mm. uh, friends coming over and but I so there's one other little piece is we're out here in San Diego. All my family's not here. None of my family's here. Right. But my my real they are my real family, but I also have my San Diego family, my friends here, people reaching out. And uh, I maybe I know a lot of people, but I'm friends with a select few. And those select few came over and helped and you know, made it happen and helped get me on a plane to make sure I can go see my grandma. All, all of these things. It's pretty it's pretty amazing what, what people can do together. But hmm. leaning on others, staying active, busy, being an inspiration for others around you. Uh, and then being thankful, going back to that, right? starting out with what you're grateful for. Why, why are you thankful? Not all the negatives, right? Mm. Put, the, put those aside. It doesn't matter. We focus on those. They become greater. We focus on positives. They become greater. It's harder to be positive, in my opinion, but it sure feels a lot better for everybody else. And uh, yeah, so whew, those are the things. Yeah. That's a that's a a lot of helpful information, and I'm just going to ask you one more question. And I and I ask it, Jack, from the standpoint of someone who might be listening or watching the show, who maybe they just have experienced a loss very recently. So I I ask this: if you could look back and speak to Jack um, right after that happened, right after you knew that, was there anything you would tell yourself to prepare yourself to better manage that course? Um, is there anything you could say to somebody now who's just experienced? a loss in their life, what would you, uh, what would you say to them? Don't, don't be afraid to reach out to others and don't be afraid to accept help. Hmm. It's very hard for some of us, especially for those of us that just want to do ourselves and you know, we don't want the help and, and it's uncomfortable for some of, for many of us, uh, don't don't be afraid uh, and it, it it won't pass it doesn't ever go away mm. at least in, in in my mind but it doesn't have to be negative it can be a very positive thing like we chatted about early or here so associate the good memories and i think you owe it to yourself and 
you really owe it to yourself because even if there's negative memories out there and you remember those and you start to dwell on those, or maybe sometimes we, sometimes we think that there's something more that we could have done mm -hmm. or, or we might even almost get upset at somebody, right? Because they could have done something more. And that, that's another can of worms, but ultimately you have to just accept it let the help in i go back to that and mm. uh and, and remember all the positives and, and mm. don't get stuck in the, the stupid freaking negatives because they're probably not even true we make them bigger than they really are all right so well i really i really appreciate you being so transparent and and sincere here today taking the time and talking about your story but also talking about your success and managing it Nobody is exempt from going through challenges and we all will go through some type of loss in our lives. And that can be a very difficult thing to go through and not everybody does go through. So good for you, Jack, for, for looking for ways to overcome those moments, uh, the difficulties, and for also passing it on to others so they can, they can do that same thing as they go through it as well. Uh, for anyone here today who may not know how to get in contact with you, if they'd like to see if they could work together with you or better understand what you do, what's the best way for them to contact you? Yeah, they can call me, uh, send me an email or probably the easiest way is through LinkedIn. Uh, I, I I try to use that at least every other day or so. And I'm pretty easy to find, except for you might want to put in Jack D holder because if you put in Jack holder, you might get a you know Jack holder. Uh, so an automotive thing and, uh, but, uh, or reach out to you and ask for that as well. And any, any way is fine. Excellent. Um, I'm Excellent. always open to sharing. I share with the competition. doesn't matter. I think we're all, there's enough business to go around for everybody. So. Yeah. That's excellent. Well, you've been incredibly inspirational, uh, to our audience here today. Any, any thoughts here before we wrap things up? On the challenges, uh, I, I'll go back to one thing, whether it's business or personal, and, and I debated on what to talk about, so I hope the personal was okay, because uh, I got lots of business ones, <laughs> but uh, we, we always get through it. It always happens. There's always going to be a challenge. You can accept it and move on and, and accept the challenge and, and get through that. It, it's the same process for all. And it will make you a better person, even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment, hmm. because it, it causes us to adapt and adaption is, is growing, right? I go back to this again. We must adapt whether that's personally, emotionally, um, financially, whatever that might be, but uh, it's amazing. And then uh, everybody should know you, John, because you're an amazing person. You're like a giant teddy bear. Love you to death, brother. Um, I think anybody that doesn't know you, when they get to know you, they'll know you're not a salesperson. You're a true human being that tries to help others, which is why I'm friends with you. And I can't wait to see you. Oh my gosh, it's Sunday, right? Can't wait to see you Sunday. Exactly. Exactly. This is, uh, we're recording this here on July the 12th. So only a couple of days away. Looking forward to, to seeing you, uh, Jack, you, again, you become a good friend. You're just an amazing person. Life just pours out of you. It doesn't take a round of golf in the eighties uh, music playing in the background to see that. So I hope everybody uh, got some powerful takeaways. There are many, 
in this podcast. And I just want to focus on one more before we wrap things up here for our audience. If you happen to miss the vast majority, maybe you were multitasking, you need to walk away with this one thing that, that Jack shared. And he said this, you know, it's a rip and he didn't use the word ripple effect, but if I may, Jack, I'll, I'll add that to it. Our actions have a ripple effect. And if you can't take action for yourself in those challenging seasons of your life, when it's mental health or just your own well-being, think about those right around you. It impacts other people. Jack spoke to his family, he spoke of his kids. Um, our mental health is worth that time and energy and effort to think about how we could be impacting others if we choose to neglect it. So take time, everyone, for your mental health because your mental health matters. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day, everyone. Thank <laughs> you.